Welcome to Wednesday Night at Faith Assembly, featuring the ministry of Senior Pastor Phil Goss. We're glad you've joined us. We're going to do something uh, I don't know that we've done before, but I'm going to repeat what I did last week. And the reason for this is that, first of all, I, I think it's a very critical passage of Scripture that all of us need to understand. Secondly, from what we understand, about the last quarter of it got cut off and we didn't get to be able to broadcast that like we wanted to. And so whatever happened, however it happened, just didn't get sent out to you and you're kind of left there. So we're going to do this again. That way we can get the whole thing together. So I'll be reviewing. I'll throw in some other stuff that we, along with this and hopefully we can be there through the whole message of what we're going through. Galatians chapter 5, verses 16 through 26. Paul begins with the constant struggle. The constant struggle. It's a struggle that every Christian faces. You never stop facing it. You will deal with it your entire life. It's a part of life itself. It's a part of who we are. It's something you and I have to understand, and we have to address it and live with it. He says, I let say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Now again, the word is let. You have to take a prominent role in allowing the Holy Spirit to be in charge. He's willing, he's able, you have to let him guide your life. You listen to his voice, you listen to his principles. When you do that, you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. You and I, every person has a sinful nature. It's in present in everybody. And that sinful nature is always there, always talking, always having desires, always wanting its way. He says the sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the Holy Spirit wants. So they're in competition with each other. They're not close. They're not similar. They're far apart. And the Spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. Now, here's the part you have to understand. These two forces are constantly fighting each other. So you're not free to carry out your good intentions. It's not simple just to do what is right. Things I want to do, I don't. Things I don't want to do, I do. That's what Paul said. He said, they're constantly fighting. One wants to go this direction. One wants to go another direction. There is clarity. Well, I have a hard time distinguishing between the two. No, you don't. One wants to do what's wrong, takes you away from God. The other wants to do what's right, takes you closer to God. One wants to have its own way, do its own thing. The other wants to do what God wants it to do. And so, when you're directed by the Spirit, you're not under the obligation of the law of Moses. In other words, if I will allow the Holy Spirit to guide my life, I don't have to worry about keeping the rules and the law. And that's what Paul's writing about trying to tell them, look, the law of Moses and what's happening here in your church where someone's coming in, trying to tell you you have to be circumcised in order to be a Christian along with Christ, that's just wrong. You don't need to keep those laws because the law now is in your heart. Christ fulfilled the laws. And if you follow His leading, the Spirit's leading, you will do what is right. You will keep the commandments. You will be obedient to God. It's when you go your own direction, your sinful nature direction, that is the times when you don't do what God wants you to do, and you break His laws, His rules. 
And so it's a very simple understanding that you and I have to accept and know we've signed up for a battle. There's a war going on. It's within us. The, the battle is simple. I have a sinful nature, a selfish nature that wants its own way, wants to do its own thing, wants to have pleasure, wants to get possession, wants to do what it wants to do, has its opinions. I can give to it. I can do what it wants. That's where I'm at. But there's another part. Once I accepted Christ into my life, the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Christ came to live within me. And now He's present in me. And he wants me to do what is right. He wants me to die to myself. He wants me to live for him and not for me. So there's this constant struggle that you and I have to deal with and address in our walk with God in order to be the people of God that we're called to be. Then Paul goes into the fruit of the sinful nature. He lists this great passage about how you know whether or not you're listening to your sinful nature or your spiritual nature. And he begins by, first of all, giving us what the sinful nature does and what it looks like when you follow him. Verse 19, when you follow the desires of your sinful nature, here's the results. And he, notice he says, they're very clear. The results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outburst of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. You're not going to be a Christian. You're not going to be the person God wants you to be. Now, notice that there's four categories that these groups are, these uh, fruit are broken into. The sexual side of things, sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasure. We live for the sensual. We, we want to be satisfied. That's how God made us. Unfortunately, because of a sinful nature, it takes it and it uses it in the wrong way to accomplish the wrong things. There's the religious side of things, the idolatry, the sorcery, trying to find direction, trying to cover all the bases, trying to put something else first before God. And I worship something else. Now, we don't set up idols in our home, but what we do is it's easy to pursue money. I put my job before everything else. I put making money the priority of my life. And when I do that, that's part of my sinful nature. My sinful nature wants that so it can have what it wants and get what it wants. The other thing is relationships. <laughs> you know, when your sinful nature is in control, you don't get along with people. You just antagonize people. You get angry with people. You become critical of people. When you find yourself talking bad about people, when you find yourself mistreating people, when you find yourself hating people, your sinful nature's in charge. And you're not doing the things that please God. And your relationships, the hostility to the quarreling, the jealousy, the outburst of anger, the selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy. I want what you want. I want more than you. We compare ourselves with others. A whole host of things that begin to take place. And you see, when I am listening to the Spirit of God, I get along with people. I serve people. 
When I don't, I serve me. And that causes me to be in conflict with people. When you say, well, you know, our relationship is just bad and I just can't get along with them, here's the deal. Your sinful nature is in control. That's what he says. And then there's the alcohol or the substance abuse, the drunkenness, the wild parties. You know, let's go out for the weekend. Let's have this. Let's have all this. Let's do all these things. and Let's just party. And then we become addicted to things. And now suddenly they're in control and I'm not. And suddenly now I need a little of this to calm me down. And, you know, suddenly I I don't want to admit that I'm hooked on anything. But, hey, I don't see a problem with it. I don't see any issue with it. I think I can do this. It's okay. So, no, it's not. But then there's this catch-all phrase that he tacks on to the end of these. And he says this, all other sins like these. Selfishness. All the other things that are similar in nature. Don't just say, well, I've got this covered. There's a whole host of other character traits that he could have mentioned. Now, the thing you need to notice, he says, the fruit of a sinful nature. Fruit is one. All of these things get tied in together. You can't, you don't separate them. They're all in as pieces and as parts. Just as the fruit of the Spirit is all one, and they're all tied in together. And so you and I have to understand that all other sins, your actions, your attitudes, all of these are in conflict. There's a part of you that wants to give in to the sinful nature, and when you do that, here's what it's going to look like. Here's some things going on in your life. You get angry and upset easily. That's your sinful nature. Well, no, it's just my personality. No, it's not. It's your sinful nature. Well, it's just something I can't help. Yes, you can. And so we make excuses. We try to eliminate it. We try to think, well, I can just do this and not do this. And we try to minimize it and say it's not a big deal. We try to cover it up. And all of that is a part of this nature that wants to have its own way, that wants to go around once in life and grab all the gusto they can, wants to do whatever they want to do and doesn't want anybody else telling them what to do. That's the sinful nature. When you do that, you're not pleasing God, period, period. But then he goes on and he lists the fruit of the spirit nature. Notice singular, fruit. They all work together. There's a unity that is there. It's one tree producing all of this fruit. When the Holy Spirit guides your life, now notice what he says, Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Whenever we listen to Him, whenever we allow Him to be in control, here's the result and here's what our life will look like. We will be filled with love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. There's no law against these things. There's nobody who is going to say, oh, you shouldn't be self-controlled other than the people who want to give in to their sinful nature and just say, hey, let it go. Just do whatever you want. No. He says, here's what it's going to look like when you're doing what God wants you to do. Now, there's three categories in this one. First of all, the spiritual. He lists three of them. Let, Let me give them to you and kind of define them a little bit. Love, 
means I serve God by serving others. I'm willing to lay down my life for other people. Love gives. God demonstrated His love by giving His Son. You and I demonstrate our love by giving ourselves to others. You see, when relationships are destroyed, well, I don't love them anymore. That's your choice. Love's a choice. You can go do whatever you want to do, but that's the sinful nature. Joy. A delight in God for who He is. It's internally driven, not externally driven. Down inside of me, there's this joy that comes because I know who I am in Christ. Peace. I have confidence. I have rest because God is in control. I don't need to be alarmed. I don't need to get upset. I can live with peace. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts. And so spiritually, he says, look, I want you to live with love. It's a character trait of every Christian. I want you to have the joy. The Bible says be joyful always. And I want you to have peace. And so when the Holy Spirit's in control of my life, I can love people. I have joy about it. And I've got peace in what's going on around me because I've got peace inside of me. Then there's the relationship part of that. Three things here. Patience. In other words, I face circumstances without blowing up. The greatest test of our patience many times is other people. They're not doing what we think they should. They're not doing as fast as they should. In life, we just get impatient. I want it done now. Patience knows God's in control. I don't need to push and rush things. I will be able to do everything God wants me to do. Kindness. Serving others with security in Christ. I can be kind to people. I don't need to be rough. I don't need to be harsh. I don't need to be angry. I can just be kind. I can be vulnerable. Kind. Goodness. Integrity. Being the same in every situation. And so he says, look, here's what I want you to do. I want you to let the Holy Spirit control your life. And when he does, you will be a person who comes to that place where you deal with things in a right manner. You have patience with people. You're kind to them. And you're good all the time. Then there's the personal issues that we have to deal with. Three of these. Faithfulness, reliable, consistent, loyal, the same all the time. Gentleness, treating others with respect, humility, self-control. I do what is important rather than what I think is urgent. I don't have to fly off the handle. I don't have to let others manipulate and control me. I can be in control of my emotions. I can be in control of my mind. I can control myself in the midst of life. And so fruit is always about who is in control. Old nature, new nature. Sinful nature, spirit nature. Let me be a little bit more blunt. Me or God? Who's in control? That's always the deal. And so our life is lived with God, understanding there is this battle that goes on every day of our life. 
You and I have to address it. We're never free from it. There's always a conflict raging. There's a sinful nature. There's a spirit nature. If I give in to the sinful nature, here's what it looks like. If I give in to the spirit nature, here's the things that should be happening in my life and what I should look like. That's a rough deal. So how do I do that? Well, Paul now addresses that, and I think kind of this is where we got off last week or maybe a little bit earlier, but there's the need to surrender our desires and keep in step. In other words, I have to let the Holy Spirit be in control. Let me give you a scripture. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions, the desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified him there. How do we do that? The simple answer is telling myself no. Now, we all are by nature spoiled brats or spoiled two-year-olds. We don't want anybody telling us no. We don't like it. We don't like it when anyone points out conflict or difficulties or anything like that. We just resist it. And yet, the secret to living for God, to allowing the Holy Spirit to be in control is a very simple phrase, and you've probably heard it. I have to say no to me and say yes to God. No, I'm not going to give in to that desire. It's strong. It pulls me. I don't really have to work it up. It's just there, constantly doing it, constantly going after me. I have to say no to that. No, I'm not going to give in to that thought. No, I'm not going to have that action. No, I'm not going to deal with that attitude. I'm not going to let that be there. No, that's how you nail the passions and the desires of the sinful nature to his cross. Now, Paul says he had to die every day. So you will be doing this on a daily basis. No to you, yes to God. No to the sinful nature, yes to the spirit nature. No, I'm not going to act like that. No, I'm not going to talk like that. Oh, I can't help myself. Yes, you can. Say no to you, yes to God. Since we are all living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our life. You don't get to compartmentalize life. You don't get to be, well, I'm really good when I'm with these people, but I'm really bad when I'm with these people. No, you can't do that. We have to follow His leading in every part of our life, every moment, every second of the day. That's the journey, that's the battle that you and I have to fight and have to deal with. So, what's he say? Let the Holy Spirit guide your life, and then you won't be doing what the sinful nature craves. If I learn to listen to God, and then I learn to say yes to God, then I won't do what the sinful nature says. So the concentration is not on me saying, no, 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 no. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do this. And sometimes what we do is focus on the negative and try to tell ourselves, no, 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 no. Now, no has to be said. But rather our focus needs to be on Holy Spirit. I want you to be in control of my life. I want to listen to you. I want to obey you. How do you do that? 
You do that by staying in God's Word. You do that, as Pastor Steve said earlier, by prayer. You do that by being with other Christians who will help you and be a positive influence on your life that will bring you to a place where you're accountable for your actions and your attitudes. You have someone in your life who you allow to say, you're wrong here. This isn't the way to do this. This isn't how you should be thinking. This isn't how you should operate. This isn't how you should act. Hey, you need to stop having that attitude. But we don't like those people to do that, do we? We don't want anybody telling us no. And yet we need people in our life who will help us say yes to God. And so that's the struggle. The sinful nature is prideful. It doesn't want anyone telling it it can't have something or do something. The sinful nature wants its own way. Sinful nature believes it's right. You're wrong. I'm right. It's okay. I understand. I won't, I'm not like that. I won't get hooked on that. I, I won't have a problem here. I'm not as bad as so and so. That's the sinful nature. The Holy Spirit says, look, swallow your pride. Say you're sorry. Forgive that person. Let it go. Why don't you go and do an act of kindness to that person over there? Why don't you treat people with love and respect? Why don't you honor them above yourself? Why don't you serve? It all grates on us at times, doesn't it? But that's what the Holy Spirit desires, and that's the battle you and I face daily. Now, none of us are perfect at this. All of us struggle with it. I think Paul understood that because he ends that, and we'll pick it up here next week. Let us not become conceited. (laughs) Don't think you know it all. Or let us not become antagonistic towards others or be jealous. Don't allow other people to set your boundaries. Well, you know, this person just, uh, no, not if the Holy Spirit's in control. Well, I just can't around this. Not if the Holy Spirit's in control. You can. And so we come to that place where we recognize that I have to die to me, sinful nature, so that I can live for God. And that's a battle that I face daily and will face that battle until I die. It determines the success you have It determines the life that you get to live in Christ. You see, if I'll follow the advice of the Holy Spirit, my life's going to have joy, peace, kindness, gentleness. You know, it's going to be a good life. If I don't, my life's going to have these other traits that always lead to problems and difficulties. Well, it's just not fair. We start blaming others. It's this person. It's that person. Satan made me do it. No, no, no. Let the Holy Spirit be in control. Here's what Jesus said. Luke chapter 9, verse 23. He said to the crowd, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, sinful nature. You must take up your cross daily. What's a cross for? A person carrying a cross is headed for a crucifixion. They're dying. So every day, I say no to that sinful nature and follow me, and I say yes to God. Now, I don't have to walk around, no, 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 no. I get to say yes, yes, God, good, let's do this, let's do this, let's follow that. And you do that. Now, 
the more you do this, it's always difficult, but the easier it becomes because you put it into practice. It becomes a part of your life. You get better at saying no. You get better at saying yes. And you keep doing that. If you try to hang on to your life, if you try to hang on to your way of living, your way of doing things, your way of thinking, if you try to hang on to your sinful nature, if you try to just let it go, you're going to lose it. You're not going to enjoy life. It's going to be controlling you, manipulating you, causing you to do things and think things that you shouldn't be doing and don't want to do. But all the time, you'll be thinking you're fine, but says you'll lose it. But if you give up your life, your sinful nature, if you say no to it, for my sake, you will save it. You'll have life eternal, life abundant. And what do you benefit if you get to do everything you want to do in the world? What do you benefit if you get to act like however you want to act and you just gain the whole world and you get to act and behave and have the attitude however you want and you just get to have it all your way? What do you benefit if you gain that and get to do that? But you yourself are lost and destroyed. Big question. Big question. Follow the Holy Spirit's leading in every part of your life. Now you see, we just like to say a prayer. Oh God, please be in control of me and help me to do everything that's right. Good prayer, pray it. But at the same time, you still have the responsibility to make the choices to let the Holy Spirit be in control and to say no to the sinful nature. So how are you doing with this? Yeah, there's a conflict, there's a battle. But the great thing is, we know that we can be victorious, that what God's asking us to do is not impossible. And if we'll do it, we benefit mightily from it. No to the sinful nature. Yes to the spirit nature. Let the Holy Spirit guide you in every part of your life. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you tonight that you've made clear to us how our life with you needs to be lived. The responsibilities that we have, the privilege that we have, the joy that we have, knowing that we can have life now and forever and live it to the full. Help us to say yes to you time after time day after day, moment after moment, to keep our minds fixed on you, our hearts fixed on you, so that we will follow you and you will lead us to a place where fruit comes out that is of a life that gains the world. Thank you for that hope that we have tonight. Help us to live it, I pray, in thy name. Amen. God bless you. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us for tonight's service. If you would like to talk with someone about what you've heard, please visit our website at faith.ag or call us at 239-543-2700. If you're in the Fort Myers area and don't already have a church home, you're invited to join us for Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. We also gather on Sunday mornings at 8.15 and 10.45 a.m. 
Faith Assembly is located at 7101 Bayshore Road. Join us again next time for Wednesday night at Faith Assembly. Faith Assembly's Wednesday night is a production of Faith Assembly Media Tech, North Fort Myers, Florida.